After I had that interaction with one of my family members, I was hungry to the point where I said, oh, I cannot wait for a couple of years because I am going to show you. I am going to show you that this is not a cutesy little thing that we're doing on the side. Now, obviously, there is some ego there and you're going to have to control that. But for some people, I think it'll make them hungry. Or you can try to learn something and try to get perspective. You know, being in Toronto did give me perspective about how much I value living where we live. So maybe going and hanging out with people that aren't aligned will give you perspective and gratitude for how many amazing people you do have in your life who do respect. Welcome to Next Level University. I am your host, Kevin Palmieri. And I am your co-host, Alan Lazarus. At Next Level University, we believe in a heart-driven but no BS approach to holistic self-improvement for dream chasers. We bring you seven episodes per week to help you level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. Self-improvement in your pocket every day from anywhere for free. Welcome to Next Level University. How can you let go of guilt during the holidays around if I'm working on my business, I'm missing family time or the opposite. I'm having lots of family time, but I'm losing momentum on my business. Wow. What a great question. Great question. Go ahead, Jeff. Such a super, whoever that person is, is very self-aware. So huge shout out to that person. Uh, it's a conscious choice and you're, you're gonna, you have to optimize for one over the other. You can try to do both, but you can only optimize for one thing at a time. Which one is more important to you? And this is very difficult. I used to coach a multimillionaire entrepreneur mother and she has three uh, children. And she said, the hardest part of this journey has been admitting to myself that my entrepreneurial endeavors matter to me more than family. And she didn't mean that, put it this way. Would her entrepreneurial endeavors matter without her family? Of course not. Of course not, right? And would her family matter without her dreams? That's another philosophical question, right? So so you have to maybe, first of all, realize no one's going to understand unless they're an entrepreneur. They can try, but they don't really know. Number two, you have to choose and understand the trade-offs of the choice. This has been one of the hardest parts of my journey. I was talking to Kev earlier today about a friend of mine who I was unbelievably close with growing up and how I told myself this story that we're going to start hanging out and I'm going to show him our condo and it's, we're going to get back together and all this stuff. And I just realized that there's no way Kevin and I did a time audit today, time, effort, resources, money, where are they all going? Like, how do we redesign? We do that on Mondays. And I was like, yeah, there's no way. There's no way I have no wiggle room. There's no way I'm going to hang out on a Sunday for three hours with this person. Now, could I do that? Could I make it work? Yes. I am deciding in advance not to do that because I don't want our business to take a momentum hit. The law of trade-offs. Everything is a trade-off. Every choice is a trade-off. Every moment you spend on your entrepreneurial journey is a moment you're not spending with family and vice versa. You have to try to make the best choice you can and, and live with the consequences, both positive and negative. And this is why it's so important to give bits of feedback along the way so you don't have to do it. This is the this is the point of it, right? When you start to lean into whatever it is you're doing, that starts to become your identity. And then people start to see you as that new version of your identity. So it's not you coming out of the dark when you say, hey, I'm not going to be able to come because I have blank, 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 or blank. And I think that's, it's. I know it sounds kind of like a cop-out, but this is the extra motivation to make sure you're trying to stay a little bit more in alignment throughout the rest of the year. 
because eventually these things will come up and you will have to put your foot down. But I do believe you have to put your foot down in direct correlation to the amount that you put your foot down throughout the rest of the year. So to Alan's point, I think my Wi-Fi might be Jeff and I'm just going to hammer it. You're, no matter what, there will be some quote unquote sacrifice, whether that's less business or less family time, you have to decide what's most important to you and then hope you don't regret it afterwards. How could I learn to have gratitude for family me- family members that I don't necessarily like but will be around during the holidays? Oof. Powerful uh, questions. Uh, the 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 only thing that I that came up for me during that question was perspective. Uh, so Kevin, I'll use this as an example. So imagine you're around a family member who you don't like. They're really arrogant or they don't value you or they don't respect you. I think that's really what we're talking about here is is whenever you're not holding your energetic ground, you're not going to get any respect. You're going to be talked down to, all that kind of stuff. And the analogy I'm going to use here is I don't like the city. I never have. Every time I've ever gone to a city, I lived in LA for three and a half months and I just hated it. I just hated it. And we were in Toronto this past week, and I just hate the city. How many times did I say it, Kev? I mean, every time. Every day, yeah. Every every day. day. I just don't like it. I'm I'm very blessed. I live in the woods. It's wonderful. I just couldn't wait to come home. Get out of the city. Get out of the city. It's kind of like that. Toronto gave me perspective on how grateful I am for my home. So... That's what it can be like, I think. When you go back with family members who aren't aligned, at least it can give you gratitude for the people that are aligned. And at the end of the day, if you're not getting respect from family members or aunts or uncles or whatever, you can either choose not to go. If you choose to go, then you are choosing to be around them and you can try your best to you know, not spend time with certain people. You can navigate that. Don't sit next to them if they bother you. Or you can try to learn something and try to get perspective. You know, being in Toronto did give me perspective about how much I value living where we live. So maybe going and hanging out with people that aren't aligned will give you perspective and gratitude for how many amazing people you do have in your life who do respect you. And so that's that's all I've got. It really depends on how you're wired. And I never thought I'd be saying this, honestly. But after I had that interaction with one of my family members, I was hungry to the point where I said, oh, I cannot wait for a couple of years because I am going to show you. I am going to show you that this is not a cutesy little thing that we're doing on the side. Now, obviously, (laughs) there is some ego there and you're going to have to control that. But for some people, I think it'll make them hungry. And you'll say, "Okay, I don't like this person because they don't believe in what I'm doing. Maybe in five years, they'll believe in what I'm doing. Honestly, maybe they never will. I think an interesting, important part of it is you kind of have to let go of the desire to get approval from them. And then it's almost like, yeah, I'm going to see somebody I don't really enjoy that much, but based on whatever happens that day, nothing is going to change. I do think that's one thing I'm fairly good at is going into environments with people that I don't necessarily care about. And I don't think necessarily care about me. I just try to like separate it, say whatever happens today in the grand scheme of things doesn't really matter that much. And I'm not going to let it affect me. But if it does affect me, now it'll actually make me hungry where I think in the past it would have hurt my feelings. So understand that if they're not, and again, blank statement, easier said than done. You can put it on a, a post-it note card and sell it in Hallmark and it, it might feel good, but it, it's not that easy. 
you can't really let somebody bring you down unless they're also the type of person who is lifting you up. And I know that's a fine line, but don't put stock into people's feelings when they don't care about you and they're not delivering positive feelings. Son. <laughs> How have you guys been able to balance your work, uh, family life during the holidays? Did you guys grind you know, on Thanksgiving or did you take the whole day off? Like, What was your guys' game plan going into that? great question um i get up at i get up at 4 30 I, I worked no i went to the gym i got up at 4 30 i went to the gym and then i think i worked until 9 or 10 and then taryn and i cooked it was awesome i made these pepperoni rolls it's like oh my goodness they were pepperoni bread it was amazing and i'll say this too alan and i had a talk today and i said hey i need to change my schedule because i'm not able to keep up with the health gyms going great awesome Wealth, business is growing, awesome, love. The love bucket right now is the one that I haven't been filling as much as I need to. So I told Alan I need to redesign my schedule based on the fact that not just the holidays, but the holidays have definitely highlighted that for me. So it's it's a conscious effort of, okay, tomorrow is blank day. I actually have to be more dialed in if I'm going to get everything done and be able to be present. Emilia and I did a relationship talks on how to have a stress-free holiday or how to put your relationship first during the holidays. Emilia had on our whiteboard prepare for the holidays back in July. So I can't take credit. Any proactivity. So all day on Thursday to answer your original question, Brandon, I took off and blocked it off for Thanksgiving, but I wasn't going to do any of the night before or any of the night of or day after and our families did you know they did spend extra i think they came early and then left late we we did that day and that was it so her and i are constantly masterminding behind the scenes of when are we going to get there when are we going to leave and then how do we play tetris with our calendars ahead of time to make sure it all works and Make no mistake about it. If you're a business owner, you're losing momentum during the holidays. I mean, no matter what. And that's just the reality. As a matter of fact, even if you're not a business owner. I mean, who here overate on Thanksgiving? 100%. I did. 100%. Yeah, definitely. I did not lose weight on Thanksgiving. Yeah, me neither. Me neither. And then, by the way, leftovers. Who here is still eating Thanksgiving leftovers? Mm -mm. I am. the birds. We do these Thanksgiving paninis. We, Emilia does these Thanksgiving paninis. Oh. Oh my God, unbelievable stuffing and cranberry sauce and turkey. Oh, the best. But yeah, no, fitness goals definitely took a hit, 100%. So the first answer is to be truthful, you're taking a momentum hit on your goals every single holiday season, no matter what. If you figure that one out, you talk to me. Number two, can you minimize the momentum hit? Can you can you plan proactively in advance to make sure that you are are optimizing for what's most important to you. If the holidays and family is what's most important to you, then this is not an issue because you can always optimize for that. That's great. But if your business and your goals and your dreams are what's most important to you, which is most likely the case because otherwise you would definitely not listen to Kevin and I, then you're going to have to make sure that the holidays fit into that versus you fitting that into the holidays. That's really the syntax here is 
make sure your most important priority is you fit the holidays and family into that versus if family is your most important priority, then make sure you fit your business into that. And I think that it's a choice and I know those sound like the same thing, but they're two different lives right there. Hey guys, it's Alex Ramos and I am happy that I was in group coaching for a second time. Um, it definitely helps to have accountability. I'm happy that I invested in this because it was investing in me and even better, I get to meet people that are doing the same exact thing to help themselves. And I need friends and close people around me like that, you know? So yeah, I really appreciated being in group coaching because of the accountability and because of being people. How would you guys recommend somebody breaks a tradition in their family, particular, like a, particularly a bad one? Um, just to give like an example, like I... It's been challenging for me and Hannah this year um, with we're trying to save money and buy a house and we're trying to figure out, you know, money and presents and Christmas and all these different things. And I want to like break the present tradition and like keep it for kids. And like my idea was to have like I want to like write everyone gets like a secret Santa and we just write like heartfelt notes to each other. Like that's my idea. But how can you go about actually having that conversation with your family and breaking like old traditions fire mm. uh my answer is deal with the massive critical people and judgment that are going to happen i would say just do it just do that and then deal with the lash out i mean so emilia and i are going away for christmas we're going to virginia we're going to hike a mountain and i know that that's not going to go over well but i we just decided we're going to do that and we'll we'll find a way to see everyone that we want to see in advance of that uh so i would say do it and then it's a choice and then you have to deal with the judgment will people will your family talk behind your back yes will your family be upset yes this is reality we're living in here right will they have to deal with it and adapt yes and they will and some people will actually like it better and some people definitely won't, and you'll be shunned from the family forever. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but you will be ostracized to some extent, and that's just par for the course. And I, I think that some of these traditions really are very negative for the environment. I mean, this whole Cyber Monday, Black Friday thing, I mean, it's just not good. It's really messed up, honestly, a lot of it. And again, I'm not going to go down that road, but consumerism is not good for this planet and we need to be much more conscious of what we're purchasing and why we're purchasing it. And don't get me wrong. I mean, I use plastic too, right? But there's a reason I have this water bottle and I refill this every day because I don't want to use plastic water bottles every day. So I think we need to all be more conscious with our decisions. And I think some of these traditions really do need to break because they were built in an earlier time when things were very different. There's almost 8 billion people on this planet now. When these traditions were invented, I mean, how many people were there, right? Maybe 1 billion? I don't even know. I don't know, but it was a lot less and things have changed, but yet we haven't. So there's something wrong with that. I would just say, be the one to evolve and you're ahead of your time, Brandon. So it's going to come with, it's going to take courage. It's going to take vulnerability. It's going to take humility and you're going to, you're going to have the lash back. Anyone in history who ever made positive change was always going against the grain of current beliefs. And that was always painful in some way. So, um, you know, have courage and do your best and hopefully it works out for the best in the long run, but definitely expect some lash out for sure. Yeah. Being a leader is not 
easy. Leading something new often, I mean, it requires conflict or it attracts conflict. I'll say that. The Just to add to what Alan said, I would just add as many reasons as humanly possible. So when you're influencing somebody, if you can add the reasons that they would respect and respond to, that's always helpful. I know sometimes when I'm running behind or Alan's running behind, he'll say, yeah, new kitten, you know what it's like. It's like, I do. I know exactly what it's like to have a new kitten. I understand they get into it. Like, so the reason is just as important as the request. That's what I would say. Make sure you stack the reasons. We're trying to save up for a house. We're looking to start a family in the future. Blah, blah, blah. That's that's what it is. I think people connect with the reasons far more than they connect with the result. Honestly, that's what I would say. Quick one. Lightning round, son. Holidays can bring up some feelings you. of loss. How can I honor that feeling without affecting those around me? Oof. There's a modality called acceptance and commitment therapy that talks a lot about this, but I think being vulnerable and just talking openly about that is going to affect people around you. But I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I'll 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 share this briefly. Briefly, lightning round. For the longest time I never brought up my father's death because it always made the room un- I always thought it made the room uncomfortable. Because people don't know how to react. They feel bad. It brings the energy down. I get sad. And it makes everything sad. But I also think it's important. It's really important to live in the truth of how you're feeling and be vulnerable and talk about it. And I've learned so much from being able to talk about it. Even talking about it publicly is like, I mean, I never talked about it as a teenager. Never. I I went 20 years with barely ever mentioning it. So I think there's growth in it. And I think that in a weird way, you'll never really heal if you don't express your truth and let those emotions flow through you. They're just going to get all bottled up. And that's what trauma is. It's it's bottled up emotions in the body. Obviously, it's more in depth than that. But I would say feel the feels, communicate and express your truth. And if it brings people down a little bit, it does. That's okay. You know, um, it's better than bottling it up again and again and again and again. Find your rock. There's got to be, well, not necessarily, ideally you get to the point in your life where there is somebody who wants you to go to them with the stuff that you are afraid will bring other people down. That's what a rock is. And hopefully you have that relationship where you can share with one another a safe place where you feel capable of being vulnerable and you feel like you can actually share the authentic truth. I think that's, no matter what, it's going to, it's going to affect most likely whoever you share it with. But if that's the basis of your relationship, I'd say you're in very, very good hands. Next level nation. We're talking about the holidays and there is a new year that is coming upon us very, very quickly. A lot of us set new year's resolutions. We set shallow goals that we end up falling off of in a couple months, a couple weeks, a couple days. In some cases, make 2023 the best year of your life by starting it with strength. Our ninth round of group coaching is starting on January 3rd. Link will be below and in the show notes for those listening to the replay. It's very affordable. We have payment plans. It's Alan and I bi-weekly. It's just awesome. I used to want to, or I used to think to myself, what are the words I should say to help people understand the value of this? Alan and I have been studying this community for a long time. Everything we do is based on helping you get to the next level. Group coaching is very much the same, but a little bit deeper. So I, many of you know that I did a marathon one time and I went too hot out of the gate. 
the first half marathon was actually a lot easier than I thought it would be. I did it very well. The second half of the marathon, I ended up limping across the finish line. I jogged the last lap, but it was absolutely brutal. So a lot of the reason why people don't achieve their dreams uh, and their, their New Year's resolutions essentially is because they come too hot out of the gate. Right out of, it's like new year, new me. Let's do a whole new workout program and let's, it never works. I wrote an article about why it never works. It's called Micro Failure for Macro Success. It's about building belief slowly and incrementally over time. We've all heard about the tortoise and the hare. This article is like the tortoise and the hare, but far more in depth, far more applicable to your goals and dreams. So if you want 2023 to be different, yes, of course, sign up for group coaching. We start small and we build there. Start with three habits, then you track six, eventually nine, that whole thing. But this article is going to give you what you'll leave with. It's like a 15 minute read. It took me like three and a half months to write this thing. What you'll leave with is a deeper understanding of why most people never achieve their New Year's resolutions. I wish I had the stats. I wish I had the stats of people who said New Year, New new Me, and then didn't achieve any of what they said they would were going to. And I don't want that to be you, neither does Kevin. So instead, this year, don't be the hare. Don't come hot out of the gate like I did in the marathon and then end up limping across the finish line. Be the tortoise and just start small and build. You have 365 days to work with here. You can start small and actually build. And then that way you feel good about yourself at the end of the year, instead of damn, another year went by where I didn't achieve anything that I wanted to. So check out that article, join group coaching. And thank you for listening. Hashtag be the tortoise next level nation. As always, we love you. Appreciate you grateful for each and every one of you. And at NLU, we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. We'll see you at the next level. See you next week. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. We love connecting with the Next Level family. We mean it when we say family. If you ever need anything, please reach out to us directly. Everything you need to get a hold of us is in the show notes. Thank you again, and we will talk to you tomorrow.